welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, uh, Kathy. How are you doing uh, Good today? Good morning. Good to we see are, you. We are uh, at uh, Wednesday uh, at the end of February. Wow, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing how uh, already you get into the second month of the year and off and running. So lots of things happening. And um, I know you just... Um, had a retreat um we did up, yes up uh where you uh traveled interesting enough to one of our other leaders houses who has a retreat mm-hmm. home uh that god said for you to do want to maybe share a little bit about that story and you can i'd, I'd love for you to share <laughs> the uh you know because you and i prayed about the snowstorms coming mm-hmm. and the way it looked is that you and nobody else was actually going to be able to get there uh right and and we and you saw that and then you know you and i prayed about it um so talk tell tell a little bit about the story and how did how did the retreat go yeah this is a super fun story so first of all i don't know how much you want me to back up but i'm going to give a little a little more background even we had um dan and i had sent out a message to our team um to be praying about when our next retreat was to be and when we were going to schedule the next abide retreat and see what worked with everybody's calendar and all that and no sooner had we sent that message out than in my abide time the next morning god kind of stopped in the track and stopped me in our tracks and said um hey no this isn't one where you're going to go invite other couples i need you to i want you guys to spend time shoring up your team yep this is to come back together and get back to the basics and really just have that authentic community together. There are some issues that need to be processed and um, you guys really aren't functioning. There was some correction. You really aren't functioning as a team, a community coming around each other like you teach. And so I, I want you to get back to that even. So there was a lot of very specific purpose spoken over the retreat. And then over the upcoming weeks, he was very detailed in scripture that he laid out to me that he wanted me bringing before the group and um, and just the structure of the whole thing. And so it was really beautiful. And he had spoken some different words to me over things that I believed he was going to do um, that I didn't even have to highlight that just were going to happen, which is exactly how we watched it all transpire. So mm-hmm. that was super cool. But um in the midst of it, as we got closer and closer to the weekend, um, lo and behold, yet another big storm starts moving in. And um, as it got closer, the forecast for Friday afternoon when we were to be driving up, um, we were going up to the Cacheros place. Um, They've been on here before. So going up to their lake house and um, the forecast had eight inches coming down at our house and um, where we were heading was gonna be 12 plus inches. And the timing of the storm was such a thing and there was enough mixed precipitation in all of it that it biological um, stances should have been, okay, you guys just hold off, let the roads get cleared and plan on going up Saturday morning. And, you know, we, we did send, you know, praying with you guys on it, had a few other people praying with us on it too. 
And the resounding message that God gave was, no, I already actually laid out the timeline of, of what I want you to cover. And you're going to need every bit of that time. <laughs> do not. It was really a do not go to the logical. It's not Saturday morning. You're going to be there Friday evening as planned. And um, I actually got together a friend of mine and we weren't even talking about this. That's what was so fun about it. Um, I had a sweet friend who is another one who just abides and listens to God's just so purely. And we were actually um, meeting for coffee Wednesday morning before it and um, me for tea because I hate coffee. (laughs) That's another story. But um, (laughs) but anyway, we were meeting and just sharing beautiful time in the word together. And, and when the two of us get together, it's just a very authentic, I mean, other people may think it sounds ridiculous, but we will just, oh, have you read this? And look what God said here and look what God, and, and before you know it, we are really, I mean, sharing just prophecies and encouragements, speaking into each other's lives and things we didn't even know were going on until after it's spoken. So it's just fun. You know, it's fun how God will do that sometimes. But we were really having a conversation on something that God had been teaching both of us about praise and the importance of praise and how it ties into trust. And honestly, it ties into Sabbath. And so there's been this whole thing going. But um, and, and God had pointed out to me, you're really good at praising me ahead of things and asking me. And then you hold your breath and you praise me when I'm done. But in the middle a lot of times you really are kind of holding your breath to see if I'm going to do it. And I want you to learn to press in and praise right through it. If I have spoken truth, praise right through it. And that's part of releasing my power, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so we were having this conversation and um, and Betsy looks over at me and she's like, oh, I have to share with you Psalms 147. I was in it the other day and it's just this and it's so beautiful. And so we're reading it out loud. And as she gets to this one section of the verse, um, she slows down and her eyes get really big. And then she looks up at me and she's like, I don't know why I just slowed there. Do you? And I'm like, actually, I think I do. And it's this whole section where he's honestly talking about, he's talking about basically God is the God of the storm and that with his breath, he can blow the storm back and he can melt, it said melt the snow. I mean, just, it was just comical. And I'm like, Betsy, I really, honestly, I was asking him this morning for more clarity on what this looks like. And am I crazy? I think he's, he's saying, you know, that, that he is going to actually hold this storm back to provide a way for us to go. And so we both pressed in and prayed on it and did some cross-referencing and he took us to some other places. And, um, and then I shot that out to y'all too. And I'm like, I really feel like God is saying this is what you're to pray and that he literally is going to hold the storm back and that we are to go. But, um, you know, having learned actually, honestly, from learning from you and Linda so many times, I knew better than to stop with, he said, go, it was okay. You said, go what time God, Yeah. (laughs) you know, (laughs) you you said you're pushing the storm back. So there's probably timing to this and I need to be in that. Exactly. And is there, is there a way that this looks? And um, over the next couple of days in my abide time, he would just continue to roll out. Um, He laid heavily on my heart and confirmed with Dan that two o'clock was the time we were to leave our house. Um, And then aside from that, he even pulled in. I had been in a conversation and we had been talking about Buffalo culture 
Um, and I know you know that from C12, but the idea, you know, cows see a storm coming and they run the other way and then they end up in the storm even longer and blah, blah. Buffaloes see a storm coming, they get firm footing and then they go together into the storm and actually navigate through. And God gave me that illustration and um, and brought it to mind. He's like, I actually want your team. We come from three different geographical area, areas. He's like, I want you guys to meet up, leave your houses at two. I want you to meet at three at this rest stop and drive into the storm, the rest of the storm together, at, like Buffalo culture. And he said, you know, by the way, this is actually going to provide a, a illustration that is going to be a theme throughout the week as you guys have have kind of lost track of going into things together and yeah. bringing them together in mm -hmm. front of me so that you walk each other into the storm and in, you know into what i have to say and allow me to lead you all through it and so it ended up being a perfect illustration um throughout at any rate fast forward to we actually then are stepping in obedience we're like okay you know, we're, we're seeing the forecast still, we're seeing what's going on. And um, lo and behold, as it got closer and closer that day, our eight inches turned into one inch. And Holderness, where we were going to, was forecast for 12 plus, and it turned into like three to four inches. Um, as we're going though, what was so cool is, you know, we had seen that come back, which was beautiful because that actually also gave us the ability. One of my concerns was not having the driveway clear before we left because Anna had places she had to be. And, and that would, if there was a lot of snow, that would be too much for her to handle moving on her own. So just the beauty of God reducing it. And then as we went in, there was a mixed precipitation and, you know, all kinds of warnings out about ice and everything else. And when I tell you, we hit the road at two o'clock and clearly the whole first half hour of our drive, the snowplow had just been there because we did not even have to drive slower. It was just, it was just beautiful how clear it was going. And then we get to the rest stop and, you know, the three cars gather together and we go in again, the whole drive took us 10 minutes longer than normal. And the only reason it took us 10 minutes longer, when we got to the last stretch, as we turned down into Holderness and we get on kind of the back roads, yeah. God put a snowplow directly in front of us. And it was snowier roads at that point, directly in front of us and cleared a perfectly clear path through the mountain roads for us to get to the Cachero's house. So super cool to watch him do that. And then as if that weren't enough, he sent a big exclamation point so that I would have a visible reminder of it. And the next day I get a text, for, or not the next day, um, just yesterday, got a text from my friend Betsy and said, hey, I was praying through, um, you know, and knowing you were looking for guidance on timing. And God told me just to look at the radar. I knew you were on the road and I looked at the radar and she said, if you could have seen the, the, the action, which I had not looked at, he's, you know, how there'll be like a delayed action. He's like, if you could have seen it, it was absolutely beautiful because you saw God move the storm, but she screenshot it and sent me a picture of right around halfway through our trip, um, where literally you see a bubble in the map that encompassed Brentwood all the way up to Holderness, where there's no storm and on all sides of this bubble is ice and significant snow and and so now i have this this visible reminder of god did exactly what he said the storm wasn't gone but he said come with me at this time 
and I will hold it back and you will have safe passage to do what I called you to do. Yeah. And now we have this picture even that shows it. And it was absolutely amazing. And then in typical God style, he unfolded the most beautiful weekend for the six of us that I think really set our feet on solid ground for everything he's calling for the year ahead. Um, so super cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And that's, uh, uh, you know, you talk about you were abiding through it. Um, and abiding, see, is, is you're in relationship um, and you have something going on. Uh, life is going on. Uh, and this is where we remember we've segmented um, abiding is in something theme. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had last week, we had Morgan uh, Epscarian on from Florida, your friend. Um, and she talked about being abiding in the theme of she was in Galatians and learning the right. power of God. And she said she was in it for six months before she got released until she experienced it. Uh, so that's it. But then there's a, a second piece of, of life with him. And that is stuff goes on in your life every every day. Right. Uh, decisions. That issues, we need answers to. Um, and um, information so that as you looked at, well, you had already planned the retreat and God had confirmed mm -hmm. that. Uh, and then you saw something like, uh-oh, um, it's possible that we're not going to be able to get there. Right. Um, and even then you, you even said, you know, Father, uh, what do you have to say about that? Which could have been, the instruction could have been, by the way, wait till Saturday morning, drive up. Right. Uh, so it's not presumption. It's not, you didn't pray, God, just take care of the storm. No, uh, we ask him specifically, what yeah. do you what do you have to yeah. say for See, this? Uh, and we'll follow. Abiding is, it isn't. <laughs> uh, and this is where uh, we're trying to help the church all over the world just understand this because prayer life has been taught, <laughs> just pray for. Mm -hmm. um, you could have said, well, I'm going to pray for, hey, everybody, let's pray for the storm that we can we can get up there uh, during the storm or God take care of the storm. But you said, no, you understand what, what life with God is. Well, God, what do you have to say about that? Including he could have said, yeah, go up Saturday morning. Okay. Right. Uh, he said, well, actually, I'm going to take care of it. Uh, you plan on going. And by the way, he tells you something interesting because you need that time with what you're going to be doing. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, now, the next question. So you heard it. Right. You did have another question. God says, I did. do you believe this? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and then of course you went deeper into, you started to do yes, believe it. And then, okay, what, what exact time should I go? And how is this going <laughs> right. to work? And, and the see the two o'clock was critical because you wound up, first of all, uh, going up with the storm splitting and then, and then you got behind that snowplow. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, he that's had very it perfectly precise. orchestrated. It was precise. incredible. Um, and then you got to experience it all. And then, of course, you got the picture uh, of it. Um, and how beautiful is that? So and I love even that that was after the fact. So, you know, we're doing it really on faith. And then I get a visual that shows me this is what it actually looked like. Right. You know, right. and it's so cool. Right. 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 So abiding. Um, uh, we're trying to do this refresher course in abiding uh, that it's, first of all, uh, it's abiding in the vine. The vine is the life of Christ, the source of all mm -hmm. life. The vine dresser directs everything, all the decisions. And we're branches to be connected to the vine. And 
and think about the simplicity of that is a branch, um, how often is it connected to the vine? All the time. See? Always, yes. Yeah, see, it's not, it's not well, I, I went and listened to the vine dresser, mm -hmm. and then I went off and did my own right. thing. He says, no, this whole thing works with you just staying with it, which is what, 24-7, mm -hmm. we're abiding. So one of the things we want to help people get refreshed about is remember it, don't let it drift into a system. Yeah. Uh, because people look Not at Not something it, you just do in the morning and you're done either. Right, right. They look yeah. at, uh, well, I had my abiding time mm -hmm. and I, I was in the word and I did my word stuff and okay, I'm good. Uh, no, it's relationship uh, because you are uh, being led by, guided by the life of Christ through the Holy Spirit in you all the time. So he can speak to you. He can say two o'clock. He can say... Um, uh, you know, uh, wait, or hey, be careful here, or I'm going to check you, uh, or uh, it's it's that beautiful thing. You know, Morgan uh, uh, last week gave the example of, um, and by the way, I really urge you to go listen to her story because she's That's communicates a beautiful it. it's a, story. It's a story of restoration. Somebody that had had made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of damage in her life, um, and she actually through you, Kathy, being told by God to go help her, help her, meaning get her connected to the vine. Right. Uh, she has a life of restoration. It's a beautiful story. But one thing she said was she had done this book and kind of went through Galatians and she was enjoying it. And she said, well, Father, what would you have me do next? Mm -hmm. And God spoke, go back to the beginning, start over. Mm -hmm. So uh, beautiful. Because I have more to say to you. And, uh, and that's what abiding looks like is you're hearing. One of the things is you're hearing his voice all the time and it's centered around the word which we'll get into here um so it's it's not absent of the word because uh, you right. can easily without the word you're going to drift away from the truth or the life mm -hmm. life of the word which is which is always there and it centers on that but it's not limited to that uh and we talked about john 10 10 uh i've come to give you life and give it to you super abundantly and then he kind of bookends that with statements if my sheep hear my voice mm -hmm. uh, when all the time all the I'm, time I'm speaking. yeah uh, and they know me uh, and they get right. to appreciate and they know the difference between my voice and somebody else's voice and uh, and so they're gonna respond all the time because you're gonna hear uh, and he doesn't say you're going to understand the written word that I've given you or I'm going to give you it's uh, which he would refer to as uh, uh, scripture uh, or the word or the law uh, but rather he he said you get to hear me speak um, and then we get in, we, we talked about John 15, uh, Christ is the vine, um, Father's the vine dresser, There's, the result is fruit, and the choice we have to make is abide, stay connected, right. just stay connected, just be a branch. Right. A branch doesn't actually, interesting enough, do much, um, and, and there's things to, to, to be following and steps, and we're on paths, and so it's not a, it's not a, it's not a completely not passive, passive. Yeah, it's yeah. not completely passive, just stay connected and that's it, it's uh, it's everything happens apart from me. You actually have it on your on your wall there. Yes. Uh, apart from me, you can do nothing. Uh, absolute. Uh, mm -hmm. Without Christ, you can do nothing. And when when we teach that in our retreats, and we want to refresh everybody with that, is keep keep grabbing hold of that truth mm -hmm. because we tend to. Well, yeah, but look at what I can do, and look at all I do, and right. Uh, well, he says you're not going to fulfill the fruit that I have uh, in mind, 
you may do some things that you think is a good idea, or even mm-hmm. you could measure it and say, well, look at that, I grew, or the church grew. But, um, uh, and there's been churches actually that have, have actually understood that they grew, but then when somebody asked them, well, is there any fruit? Uh, they actually, there's a church that did an official study of that. <laughs> the answer came back, no. They attend, listen, participate, right. grew, give money, have programs, but there wasn't any evidence of what we experienced last week with Morgan of a changed life. Right, a, true a transformation. Re- a true yeah. transformation and a restoration. Uh, I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing. So um, apart from Christ, we can do nothing. Uh, and so he says, stay with me, live with me, let me do it. And he does He does give us uh, an element of the centerpiece of the word. So, uh, Kathy, if you'd go to... Uh, uh, John chapter 8, uh, 28 through 32. Uh, this is an if-then statement, which we'll talk about, um, and it's, it's going to uh, give us a truth about the, the condition and what, it, what does it mean. So John 28 8, through 32? 28 through 32. Okay. Then Jesus said to them, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father taught me, I speak these things. And he who sent me is with me. The Father has not left me alone, for I always do those things that please him. And he spoke these words. As he spoke these words, many believed him. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yeah. Um, So he starts out this discussion with, uh, Hey, by the way, um, I did nothing. Except what the same, Father tells me. Same word that's on your wall there. Yes. I did nothing except what? What the Father tells me. What, what the he Father told me. speaks to me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, well, by definition, <laughs> what is the Father doing? Speaking. And what's, He's talking to him. What, He's telling and, him, and instructing and him. And what's Christ doing? Listening and obeying. Listening and obeying. Uh, uh, and he's, he's working on, again, clarity and by the way, today, see, I didn't act unless I was directed by the Father. So he didn't even take his own ideas of, hey, isn't this a good thing to do? Uh, but rather, I do only the things that please the Father because why? Well, the Father's the vine dresser. See, it was true even in his, in his uh, example. He didn't say, well, yeah, but I'm God and I can decide this. No, the Father is going to tell me his will uh, and I'll play it out day by day. Now, he understood and you can read this in Philippians uh, uh, chapter 2, that he willingly left, think about this, he left his role, position as, as God in, in the heavenlies and, and came down as a baby. Right. And it said he with will. With all the humility and, yeah. and everything that goes, and the humanness that yeah. goes with and, that. And he understood, because he talks about this, a why. Well, you're, you're going to, and he said to his disciples, which they, by the way, never really fully got until afterwards, is, um, I'm going to go to my death, uh, but I'll be raised again uh, in life, and then where I'm at, you'll be with me, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, and he tells about this in John, actually, uh, 13 through 17, which is in the middle of this, is John 15. Um, I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit to uh, reside within you, who's now going to be, and he talked, remember, think about the disciples when they were, they were being told this, uh, I'm leaving. And of course, 
he says, now, you haven't fully received this, but I'm leaving because I'm going to my death. Right. Um, which they didn't like. And they, they kept saying, no, we don't want that to happen because we want the kingdom to, to be uh, the, the Messiah to rule, rule the earth. Um, but he, he, he said to them that um, the Holy Spirit is going to reside in you and the same relationship, this is what abiding is all about, the same relationship that we've had for three years, which think about how easy that was. He's standing right there. Right. Talking, dialoguing. Hey, what about now? What do we do now? Where are we going next? Asking questions, um, all kinds of how things. How did that yeah. work? Hey, uh, uh, you know, when, when they couldn't uh, uh, have, <laughs> have the, uh, the, the father's kid who's has, having fits, uh, they couldn't cast out the demon. It says they go to him privately. Uh, why they couldn't were, we do that? What uh, happened? <laughs> why couldn't we do that? You know, what happened? And so Christ would explain it to him. So um, he said the same relationship that we've had for three years physically. You heard my voice. You responded. You asked questions. I directed you. I said, hey, we're going to do this, and you followed. That same same relationship is going to continue, interesting enough, in an even a more beautiful way because the Holy Spirit will be now resident in you, um, and he'll be transforming you because you do battle with your flesh, which is one of the reasons why at the end he kept saying, how long do I got to put up with you, boys? <laughs> right, right. Uh, so the same relationship. So abiding is, he says, the way that I function with the Father, you get to function that way now. Why? Well, because I'm I'm in you. And you can have this dialogue with the Father. 24-7. And hear his voice. So abiding is walking with him in the same way that Christ did, which was all the time. I understand, I follow, I go, and I live my life through the direction I'm getting from him because the Father cares about it. Um, uh, and yeah, I knew I was, I knew I was marching to my death. That's, uh, death, that's my purpose. But he said every day is, well, how about today? Well, you know, I want you to uh, change this water into wine. <laughs> uh, and he actually a little bit struggled with that because he t- said to his mother, no, uh, right. it's not my time, woman. Uh, and she says, I think it is. And of course, he, because of what he said, we know that he went to the father and said, is that what, what you have to say? <laughs> is, that what you're, is that what you're telling me? This is, this is the beginning of it. I'm going to turn water to wine. You know, yeah. Uh, 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 and so he fulfilled it. He didn't see, he didn't say, well, that doesn't make sense to me. And, uh, or I, I think it should be di- something different. If I'm going to start the ministry, shouldn't it be something different other than this? Uh, he just said, oh, okay. I, I heard your voice. And now I get to do it. So the the abiding is walking with God, and it's a it's it's hearing His voice, walking with Him, living the life that He has planned for you. Which, by the way, is a, a grand life. I kind of give you life, give it to you super abundantly. And then He makes this if then statement. He said it's centered. It is centered around this this interesting truth. If, and by the way, when you read an if in Scripture, what does that mean? It's contingent. Conditional. There are conditions what what to is it. going to happen here is condition. So this is why, and it's all over scripture, so that um, we got to be careful because a lot of people think, well, whatever happens, happens. Right. Everything that happens is God's will. And he said, no, there's, there's a lot of conditions mm-hmm. uh, to things in order for you to live out my life. And you got to meet that condition in order to right. uh, receive what I'm going to do. He said, so if 
He says, you abide in my what? In my word. My word, what I'm going to say to you. Mm -hmm. um, and he is talking about logos here, uh, which is going to mm. be the centerpiece of him speaking. Uh, you will know the truth. The truth. And, and think about, and, and you gave this great example. You're going up to a retreat. There's a big storm coming. That's, that's clear. And, and there's forecasts, right. and they're generally pretty good at it. Um, what was your, what did you need to know? I needed to know if we were safe to travel or not. Yeah. See, what's the you truth? Know? The truth isn't, uh, you weren't saying, you know, well, uh, give me theological truth and I don't really mm -hmm. care about this. I guess I'll decide myself. And based upon what I see, yeah, the best thing for us is go Saturday. Right. So let's just stop it for Friday night. Everybody go Saturday. Um, and we're going to follow that, but there's a truth about it. Mm -hmm. uh, if you abide in my word and, and you even said it, I abided and received and understood, you know, what he has to say. And, and, and the cool thing is you actually, you actually illustrated it. You were with a friend and what, what you were in Psalm 147. Right. And she's just not even thinking or talking about you're this not, issue. You're, you're not at saying, all. <laughs> I gotta go, I gotta go read the word, make sure I get it right. It's like, mm -hmm. um, I'm going to get my answer. And you're reading this verse and she slows down and, and she even says, I, I noticed something. Uh, why, why do you think that is? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I noticed that it happened, but I don't know what it means. And you, right. you said, uh, well, father, what does that mean? He says, right. Uh, do you see what I'm saying? Here? Pay my, attention to my this. My <laughs> word, my logos is, and this is the, mm -hmm. this is the beautiful combination. He took logos. Mm -hmm. And he, he applied it to you with what's called rhema. Mm -hmm. This word that's true applies to you this weekend. Specifically in this place, in yes. In this place. And that's, that's logos to rhema because he, he implies mm -hmm. here in what I'm going to say to you isn't what you go study. And that's where a lot of people, well, I'll do a Bible study. Okay. Or my husband and I will go do a uh, study of James. Okay. But the question is, is God speaking that to you? Right. Uh, and where's the life of it? Um, and so with you, it was, I use God. Christ said, I'm using logos, which you were paying attention to. You notice something about it. There's, there's life there. That's the, what's called the quickening of the Holy Spirit through your friend. Did you notice that? Yeah. Do you have any idea what that is? And you said, uh, Father, uh, God says, <laughs> yeah. He's kind of like pointing, point. I can see him pointing to the pages. Hello. Is, uh, you know, could I be any more clear? Right. That this is an answer to your question that mm -hmm. you're looking for about this particular thing. What did you want to know? You want to know the truth. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll uh, abide, abide with me, abide in my word. You'll know the truth about what? About your stuff of life and all of life. Mm -hmm. Um, and that will do what? Set you free. Right. Okay. Now think about that, even in the context of what you did, what, what did it that you got freedom about? Well, I tell you personally, there was a freedom from anxiety. Okay. Even, and having to worry about, you know, what was coming and if I was going to make a thousand contingency plans or all of this. And basically when he gave us that truth and said, you know, this is what you're doing. That took all those contingency plans off the plate 
And no longer was I then worrying about, um, are we going to get there? It was more expectant of, okay, God, you're saying you're doing this. What are you going to do? And there became an excitement and an anticipation and, and then personally an invitation to praise him before it even happened. Right, right. So that as you, you receive freedom of the joy of, well, now I have truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm receiving and this that. This is going to be kind of fun. <laughs> um, and I, I do have to ask a few more questions about it. But, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you even, because uh, I asked you, uh, what, you know, what did you, because you were saying, I'm wondering about this. Um, and of course, we had believed that you were going to go. And I said, what did you hear? And I, well, I heard this, um, and it's, it's going to happen. And you shared, now that I have it, I have clarity truth right. and i i don't need to ask anymore are we going to go saturday we're going friday right uh, okay right. now there's more detail to that but it's uh it's the freedom see is the knowing well you know yeah, that you absolutely. know that you know and and you have the life the freedom the expectation in faith by the way mm-hmm. uh because he's going to say as i speak this do you believe it right because uh, if you didn't believe it you'd go back to the very beginning well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. said you said that, but what about if? Uh, mm-hmm. And this is where a lot of people go. They tend to say, "Well, yeah, but I can see how this might not turn out, and maybe it's not going to happen." And uh, uh, what if? What if? What if? And um, I better have Plan B, C, and D. You know, and right. we and we talked about this uh, in our study of of uh, overcoming uh, uh, worry, fear, and anxiety. Is when Joshua was told march around Jericho seven times. Right. He didn't say, "Well." what do we do when it doesn't work? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, He just said, okay, uh, you said it. It's going to happen. I believe it. I will Mm -hmm. act accordingly. I don't have a plan B because I don't need one. You you didn't need a plan B. No. You got it. That's that's, Because I got the plan. If you abide in my word, um, and that's where, uh, again, we talked about these two things of uh, what we call camping out in a theme. He said, abide in that. Uh, just like we heard Morgan uh, last week where she abided in uh, Galatians for six months. Well, she got freedom by receiving the theme, the truth, the, uh, the experience of all that he was saying to her through that theme. And so that's why abiding in that every day is critical, uh, mm-hmm. is, is spend your time in your theme. And then while you're doing that, you, <laughs> you have a lot of questions, issues, things that come up, problems. Uh, what do you got to say about that? He said, well, abide with me and I'll get you the answer, which by the way, a lot of times, and this is beautiful, comes through the logos word. Uh, right. Why, and you're not, so you're not trying to thumb through it and say, I got to find it. I got to find it. Right. It's, it's I'll get it to you as I speak it. And he you does just it, stay with me and, he does and be it, ready to receive it. Like with your friend or your, your, uh, in our family, um, we can pray, uh, what do you got to say about this now it's not theme it's 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 questions or answers or issues and um we'll go off and pray and we'll get a verse mm-hmm. and we'll come back and the cool thing is that uh like peter and i or michelle and i or linda and i uh, we'll get the same verse oh that's uh, awesome yeah and it's just like well i'm gonna tell you the verse mm-hmm. go abide in it receive what it has to say and apply it mm-hmm. to this because it, it applies to this uh so it's a, it's a beautiful thing. If you abide in my word, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So that there's, if you look at uh, the two uh, uh, things that we need to do with it, uh, is we got to have a passion to mm-hmm. abide. 
uh, is have a heart to abide, learn to have a passion to abide. By the way, you do that by practicing it. So that when we have a retreat, for example, we say, if you do this for 30 days faithfully and just 20 minutes a day, you'll do more than that, but if you do 20 minutes a day, uh, and just like Morgan expressed last week, it's just I wrote down what I was receiving today. Um, um, I had questions. I journaled. I processed. I listened. She said, I realized a week later all I got was three verses, but those three verses started to speak to my heart. Um, it meant so much and had such an impact. And yeah. she says, I, I've so enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to stop doing that because um, you got to have a passion for that. And then secondly, a passion for truth, mm-hmm. uh, which drives you to ask the questions, both right. on the theme, what, do, what, do, what does that mean? And she said it, it had to mean something to me personally. And that's your passion is what's the truth about that? What does that mean in my life? And then like you, you had with your, um, your question about a thing going on with you, uh, which is God's will. Um, well, <laughs> uh, what's the truth about the going up there? And, and see if you have a passion for that, what would you keep doing? You, keep you, asking and seeking. Until what? Yeah. Until what? Until you have the answer. Until you receive it. See, uh, yeah. so the two passions that we're called to develop are a passion for abiding. Apart mm-hmm. from me, you can do nothing. So start. And by the way, it's not a duty, it's a joy. Right. Because uh, you're in the life of Christ, um, and he's guiding you to the very best. And then secondly, um, I'm going to keep pursuing the truth. I'm going to pursue the truth and understand it until I receive it so that you guys talked with Morgan last week about forgiveness. Uh, well, she needed to experience the truth of that. Right. Not, what well, do you know about forgiveness? Well, she could have known about forgiveness, but she she wasn't living right. in forgiveness. And she did know about it for years. Yeah. But then that was when it really, really became personal. Yeah. To her. So yeah. the truth is, is, well, how do I live this out? If this is true, mm-hmm. how do I live this out? And you have a passion to stay with it. Mm-hmm. Until you until you receive you know the answer um, and you go after it go after it go after it uh, and that's why he says even if like you could be at church for example and your pastor can say something and your spirit kind of says you know what I'm not sure about that um, not, I'm not sure that that's actually true what he just said now uh, it's not about judging him it's about well Father are you asking me to go and learn something different that's really true other than what he just said? And if he says yes, well, then what? Stay with it, stay with it, and stay with it until what? You hear him confirm the truth that you got confirmed now from him. Oh, okay, well, that's what you're trying to show me. Uh, If you abide with me, you'll know the truth. Truth will set you free. Uh, Okay, now let's look at, um, there's a beautiful statement about what what does that look like. So... Go to 1 Corinthians 2. Uh, just read, first of all, 9 through 12. Uh, 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 12. All right. Wow. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Yeah. 
So um, he says, no ear has heard, no mm -hmm. eye has seen. He's talking there about your natural abilities, logic, right. conclusions. He says, if you're going to abide with me, you can't filter it all through your intellectual capability because it's going to, and he's going to say this, it's because it's a spiritual discerning process. Uh, what and, and, and going back to your example is logically, you would have concluded what about your trip? Oh, that it needed to be postponed, that we should leave Saturday morning. Hey, the storm's coming. That was the logical thing for uh, sure. <laughs> it's going to be dangerous. It's going to be dangerous. So what we can see and understand, the, the weather forecast, the people speaking the weather forecast, um, my logic says, well, we need to postpone it. Um, and by the way, that would have been the logical thing to do. Uh, but you didn't do that. Uh, what did you do? You went and said to God, what? What do you have to say? Okay, what, now, what do you want us to do? Okay, now he's saying, um, there's there's a couple things about it. One, he's saying, um, it's not abandoning your intellectual capabilities. He said, I built you with those. Right. So that you didn't say, well, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, we'll just go because I'll believe God. Right. He said, well, no, you, you, you have observed an issue. Mm -hmm. You're using your intellect to say, oh, look at that. Oh, what about this? But so it's it's uh, let me phrase it properly. It's not abandoning it. It's subordinating it mm -hmm. that you care more given the situation and you're not denying the situation. Right. Uh, yeah, it's there. There's a problem and it could be bad. Uh, but given that, I'm willing to subordinate that and say, Father, what do you have to say to me about this situation? And by the way, now you've entered into the revelation spiritual process. And he says, right. um, I prepared what I'm going to reveal. The word there is disclose, uncover, help you understand something that I know that you don't. Right. Uh, and I know more than you and I know best, by the way. Because uh, I already know the truth about the storm, including, as you got to experience it, I'm actually going to split it for you. Uh, and so just it, for a specific window of time. Yeah, yeah. And so it wasn't even, well, this is going to happen in the natural. He said, I'm going to supernaturally do something that I'm going to have you join, and I'm going to show you a picture of it that, that normally doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I did this. I'm going to do this. Uh, okay. So he says, um, um, I prepared in advance what I want to reveal to you. Um, and it includes these two things we've talked about. The theme that you're abiding in. So like I'm, I'm abiding in, in the concept of grace right now. He says, well, I've prepared that for you already. And I know all that I want to reveal to you. And I've got it already. And the only, th only thing I need you to do is abide in my word and you know the truth to set you free. Stay with it. Uh, I've already prepared it. I've got it all ready for you. That's why I asked you to do it. By the way, it wasn't like, well, I'd like to go study grace. It's like, what do you have to, what, where do you want me to go? Yes. Well, I want you to study this. Like he said with Morgan, I want you to stay in Galatians for six months. Okay. Uh, so he said, I've prepared it. And then by the way, you're going to have questions and, and issues and decisions and problems that come up. I've already prepared <laughs> 
because I already know about this. I, I've already prepared my answer. Um, and the way I got to get it to you, he said, is through the spirit that is resident in you. I will speak, the Father, remember, and, and this is in Romans 6, the spirit is receiving the will of the Father, and then his role is to communicate that to you. Uh, in and, a way that you'll hear it and receive it. Yeah, in a way that you'll hear it and receive it uh, because it's a spiritual process mm-hmm. which is way, way more superior than the intellect because your intellect, mm-hmm. okay, and you gave the great example, your intellect would have said, well, we're not going until Saturday. Right. Um, had you done that, what would you have missed? We would have honestly been shortened. Well, s- several things. We would have missed getting to walk in the miracle okay. for one. So okay, that was just super stop, cool. Just stop there just for a second. <laughs> See, you would have you would have prevented mm-hmm. the fulfillment of God's supernatural work to say um, what I want to do for you and demonstrate to you and everybody. Yeah, and by the way, that was a witness to so many people who got to to then see and hear it. To something special, uh, and I had it all planned out. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would have never even thought about doing this unless you were willing to let the spiritual process be superior to the logic. So one thing is, well, you would have prevented me from fulfilling what I was about ready to do. Uh, Okay, so that's one. What what else uh, would, would you have prevented or, well, or, we would have been shortchanged, short-changed. for one thing, certainly, in the mm-hmm. amount of time that we had and the beauty of having that bandwidth of time to truly dig deep into some of the places that we went um, as a team in this retreat. We, we needed every one of those moments. They were, they were blessed, whether it was the fellowship time or whether it was the time in the Word. It was all so perfectly orchestrated Yes, um, that we would have missed the blessing of that, you know? Right. Uh, so um, you had to subordinate the intellectual, the, what you can see, hear, and feel, and think yourself mm-hmm. to the spirit. What do you have to say about that? He said, I prepared already to disclose that. He used the word revelation. I'm going to re- disclose it to you because uh, it's spiritual, not, not natural. Um, and then he says, um, your role in verse 12 is receive the spirit that is going to freely fulfill all this to you spiritually. And right. your your role is to move from a go-getter, I'm going to go get this, or I'm going to conclude it on my own, mm-hmm. to I'm going to be a receiver. Um, and that's where you, you stay in the abiding mode on both of these areas, both thematic and in God's will, is um, um, I don't need to determine, figure out anything on my own. I don't need to go get this. I need to just receive. So that the question right. is always, what are you showing me? What do you help me understand? What's true about this? And the question is really simple. Have I received it yet? Right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm receiving, but I haven't yet finished it. Yeah, that's right. You got more to go. Keep receiving and, and ask questions and, and authentically share what's on your heart. Um, until you know that you know that you know, and you and you got it through that verse you got in Psalm and 147. Well, that's it. Okay, um, I need to receive more. Uh, what time do we need? To live? <laughs> right, right. Uh, well, I know that. See, I already know that. I got to get that to you. And that was spoken to you. That wasn't from logos. That piece of it was your ability to hear his voice. Yeah. Uh, and then confirmed by Dan said, "Yeah, I confirm that." Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, now this is cool. Uh, leave it to o'clock. Yeah. What did you do? 
We left at two o'clock. Okay, now why? 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 <laughs> because I knew enough to know if he said he was going to, well, it comes back to why we even asked, but um, he said that he was going to provide safe passage and that he was going before us and that he was pushing the storm back. And I was not about to step foot ahead of, you know, I told you before, one of the things that he's teaching me this year um, is, you know, my personal word, our family word is sent. My personal word is wait, and it's waiting on the power of the Holy Spirit yeah. and just being reminded that I, I don't step ahead of him. I step as he leads me, you know, staying right there with him. And so I wanted to know if I'm, especially I'm leading other people onto the roads in this icy mess, I'm stepping only when you say step. Yeah, yeah. So. And so we needed to know when he was going to actually perform that so that we were stepping in to where he was leading. Yeah, so you think of, see, it's, it's this both and, and that is that uh, God said, uh, my promise is this, and I'm going to uh, uh, split this storm. Uh, now, by the way, you, in order to experience that, Joshua, in order for you to get to the promised land, you're going to have to cross the Jordan. You're going to have to march around the city seven times. It's not a, see, it's not a, okay, great. Uh, take care of the storm, God. Um, and I'll just go up there and when I want to. And, uh, and, that, and he said, well, I have an instruction for you. Yeah. And we're active participants in it. Yeah. And, and your role is to leave it to a clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't say, well, yeah, it doesn't really matter. We could leave at one thirty. We could leave at uh, 2.30. What difference does it make? Mm-hmm. Uh, but God said, well, I'm telling you, if, and if you're going to participate and receive what I'm going to do, you got to leave it too. Right. Um, and it's a both and. See, it's, mm-hmm. and you received it spiritually with, well, here's what God said I'm going to do. And for you to experience that, I'm giving you an instruction because I know something about the time of it. I know, I know, right. things. hey, I know when that snowplow is going to be on that road. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to follow that, you know. And uh, so it, it's a beautiful example of what he says here is don't rely on your logic. You don't abandon it. So you didn't say, well, it doesn't matter. Well, it matters. Right. Dan- there's danger. There's this is, could be the a problem. The storm is real. Yeah. It's real. It's a problem. It's, it could really. So uh, with that, what do you have to say about that? And you subordinated your receiving your own decisions to being uh, having God reveal to you, and your role was to abide, uh, stay with it, uh, and enjoy it until you got the truth, and the truth will set you free. So um, it's, we're going to go a little bit more into this, uh, particularly because there's another verse here uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians 2 that we need to look at. But... Uh, you just gave such a beautiful example of how it works of yeah we see something we subordinate that to um even even if uh you know it looks bad uh, what do you have to say about that and then you listen through both what he spoke in logos and then applied it in rhema to you and then told you two o'clock i mean all those things really describe abiding Right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, it's really, it's really beautiful. So we encourage everybody to, uh, in as we go through this little refresher, is to keep remembering that it's relationship, it's privilege, it's the ability to receive, and the key, you have to subordinate your logic to the spiritual process, uh, which then you have to learn. Okay, I need to, you know, people generally don't even know what that means. Like, what do you mean, hear his voice? Uh, what do you mean? Uh, subordinate to spirit. Well, come and practice, and as right. you do, as you do, you'll you'll. Oh, that's what. Oh, that's what it looks. Okay, great. Um, mm-hmm. 
And by the way, it's not like it takes months, years to do that. It's like right now, I'll right. start speaking to you and you'll start hearing me. <laughs> and and how fun is this going to be? You know, so. Yeah. And you learn to recognize it and enjoy it. Yeah. So we'll be uh, picking this up again uh, next Monday. We have uh, uh, our guest, uh, the Burmells, on tomorrow. They're, they're a fantastic couple that I actually uh, met them in uh, Chicago. They were part of uh, the very uh, the second retreat we had done in Europe. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Excellent. And um, uh, we, we hadn't labeled anything yet mm-hmm. uh, other than God said, go do it again, second or second retreat. And we did that in Scotland. Uh, and while we're driving around Scotland, uh, their plane, and they were in the car uh, playing uh, the uh, Revival in Belfast uh, uh-huh. uh, CD, uh, and one of those songs is All for Jesus. Um, oh. And we were, we were just talking, processing, yeah, you know, God wants us to formalize this a little bit. I wonder what we should call it. Um, and um, we're listening to that song, All for Jesus, and Kurt Burmell is gonna be on tomorrow. He says, well, maybe you should call it All for Jesus. Um, oh, I love that. I and, didn't realize that's how that came. And that's how that was developed. Um, and he was part of that. So they're going to have a great, great, exp- and they were, <laughs> uh, and I, I have, have to have them share the story, but um, on that retreat, they were, they were just married um, uh-huh. and, and had, hadn't children. They were actually trying, but they weren't, they weren't having children. And God spoke to them. You're going to have, you're going to have children. Um, and yeah. they were, they shared that with the, I remember, I remember they were sharing with the group. And we all said, we confirm that. Um, and by the way, they got, when they came back home, they had a lot of flack on that. Because they said, hey, God said we're gonna have children. And they said, no, oh, you can't hear from God. Uh, right. That doesn't work that way. He said, no, we, we do, and it's gonna happen. And, and, and the cool thing is it happened. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, That's awesome. He'll, they'll be able to share it. this story. And then on Friday, we'll have uh, End Times Friday. We're in, uh, talking about the very end now. And, uh, uh, and then we'll pick this up again Monday and have uh, some more, a few more days of refresher. So. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Yep. All right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging. Um, God has so many beautiful things for all of us as we learn to abide. Yeah. Amen. We will see you tomorrow. Sounds great. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments. And tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.